Hello and welcome to the Confidence Academy podcast. My name is Lily Badcock and I am a transformational confidence coach and founder of the Confidence Academy Members Club. I know that you're stuck in a cycle of feeling anxious, lost and frustrated, but I'm here to tell you that the anxiety you're experiencing is not a weakness. In fact, it's a message. It's a sign that you are a precious soul with an important mission to fulfill. When you stop feeling afraid of the anxiety, you get your power back. You remember just who you are and why you're here. The fact is that the world needs your gifts and the time to rise is now. Join me as I help you to navigate through those feelings of frustration and anxiety so you can get on with living your life exactly as it was meant to be lived, full of inspiration, fun, and in full alignment with your soul purpose. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to the Confidence Academy podcast. And uh, Sophia is now getting the first word on all of these episodes because she is getting ready for her bed in the background, which is the distressed yelling you can all hear. But um, she will soon be in the land of Nod, hopefully. Uh, I am joined today by the gorgeous Sarah Exley, who is all the way in New Mexico. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat with you. And I'm excited as well. And I'm ever since um, I just put a couple of posts out in some Facebook groups and just said, look, this podcast has been going a year and it's taken a slight detour in direction in that I think the mission is still the same. We're still helping people with anxiety. We're still talking about building confidence, but it's definitely centered now around people finding their purpose and people knowing that it, they're safe to be who they are and that not only is it possible to be who you are and be happy, but it's actually vital because you came to this planet as you are for a, a beautiful reason. So I'm really excited to have you on here today. And Sarah is a hypnotherapist and also a coach. So Sarah, to kick us off, tell us a little bit about what you do in your work and who you help and why you're so passionate about that. Mm-hmm. I just want to start off by saying I love that direction that your podcast is taking. And one of the things that I've been working with my clients on. And one of the things that I do is I help my clients really discern, you know, where do they need to get really accepting and really kind of fall in love with their inherent divine blueprint? Mm -hmm. And where do they actually, you know, need to transform? Like, where do they actually need to heal? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be a challenging thing to figure out, you know what I mean? And so that's really kind of what I do. And I use hypnotherapy. I use all of the coaching that I've done. So basically what that looks like now in terms of my work with clients, I work with clients six months at a time and we just dive deeply into releasing anxiety where it needs to be released and healing those wounds, healing those triggers that are like just, you know, not serving, like they weren't a part of the blueprint. They're not inherent to who you are. They're the stuff that you've picked up along the way Mm. and navigating. Well, how do we know, right? Like, how do we know what those things are (laughs) and really 
um, diving deeply into that. Many of my clients find that they make more money as a result of the work that we do together. They definitely overcome anxiety. And a lot of times, even though, you know, there's something really specific that they want to work on, whether it's something in their business that they want to transform. Many of my clients come to me for things like public speaking or beginning to promote themselves more on social media or, you know, just, or wherever they feel called to do that in their businesses, but they find that they release anxiety, they make more money and they really relax their way into whatever they, you know, have, been desiring and deciding their next level is. And that's where I came up with the hashtag relax into your next level, because Mm. that's exactly like how I did it too. And what I found is that the combination of hypnotherapy and coaching has just, it's really become kind of what my purpose is. And it's, it's not the purpose. I mean, the purpose is to help people be who they are. Like you said, the purpose is to help people have more of what they want, but that's just the vehicle that, you know, has been the best match for me according to my inherent being and, in, and according to who I really am mm. and my own process of just really noticing that who I've come to this planet to be, like you were saying, is it's not by accident. And mm. so I don't need to go and fix it. There's so many things about who I am that I used to think were problems or were, you know, um, how do I say, like, we're somehow opposite of who I needed to be in order to be successful or, you know, in order to feel fulfilled, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that that answers your question. I kind of went on a long journey there, but um, but that's essentially what I do and what I'm about. I love that. And I love that you said that bit just at the end there, or or actually you, you kind of said at the beginning and then came back to it that there are things that people get to accept that this is who they are and that actually they're not broken. There's nothing to fix. Like this, it's, this is how you are and that's okay. Versus things that maybe aren't okay, that maybe have been inherited or experienced over time and that you do get to let go of. Cause I think it's on both sides. I think mm-hmm. there are people dealing with anxiety because they think that who they are isn't good enough. And so you get to tell those people, actually, you are good enough as you are and you're beautiful as you are and you get to embrace that. And then on the other side of the fence, there's people who have, and you find this, I think, with people that have been through, in some cases, extreme trauma and they are telling themselves a story that they have to suck it up and that everyone experiences some kind of trauma and that they just need to get over it. And actually, that's not true either you know, if you've been through something that is traumatic or that has shifted you in a negative direction, you do not have to hang on to that. Um, And I think people don't know that. Even if they consciously think they know that, I think subconsciously, and you'll be all into this as a hypnotherapist, but what we subconsciously think is actually what's pulling pulling all the strings in the background. And something I learned about myself actually was when I wasn't, if I was trying to make a change or step up in some way and then somehow wasn't doing that, it was because on some subconscious level, I either didn't feel worthy of it, but more often it was that on some subconscious level, I actually felt like I would be better off staying as I was. 
And mm-hmm. this has definitely been a theme for me. And I notice it now because my anxiety comes and goes. And I think there's, there's different um, variations of anxiety as well. People, people will call something anxiety that might not be the same for the next person. Um, to me, when I talk about my anxiety, I'm not talking about the, the natural fear that arises when we're going to do something new or, you know, because obviously that anxiety we all deal with and that's part of being a human being. When I talk about my anxiety, I talk about the debilitating feeling that I had that would literally stop me getting out of bed one day or that was giving me panic attacks and was, was rendering me unable to function. And I think what I realized about myself and it was really hard to swallow, but it was that on some level I had completely associated myself with that person. And so as sucky as it was, I was terrified to let that part of me go as well because I didn't know what lay on the other side of that. Is that something that you find comes up with the people you work with? Absolutely. And it's something that I hear my clients say all the time. And it's something that I myself as a client, because I work with a hypnotherapist regularly. I, it's so funny. It's just at this point, it's, it's not just part of my transformational process and my personal growth process. It's literally a part of my weekly self-care. And it just, it's, I mean, that's why I do it is because it's the thing that has helped me so much on all of these levels that we're talking about. And so when I first started doing private sessions and when I first became trained as a hypnotherapist, I used to hear myself say all the time, like, I can't tell if I'm a brand new person or Mm. if I'm just more me. Because I feel like both are happening all the time. And that's exactly what I hear my clients say a lot. It's like, I don't know if I'm remembering who I was. And I don't know if I'm just becoming a new person. I feel like it's both. And it very much is both because I feel like everybody, well, you know, the people who I work with, they, when you go through this process, whether it's through hypnotherapy or coaching or like whatever it is that you feel drawn to, that's a perfect match for what, you know, like what your needs are, because Mm. there are a lot of ways to go about this hypnotherapy and coaching and all these, you know, beautiful blends of personal development and healing that are out there are all wonderful and amazing. But it's like whatever you feel drawn to, that's like, that's what's going to help you get not just your next level in terms of who you're becoming, but kind of getting back to that divine blueprint, like getting back to who were you before all of the Mm. crappy stuff happened to you, you know, that, that made you believe whatever it is that you subconsciously believe that you can't quite hear on the conscious mind level. But Mm. it's like a lot of times that it shows up in the body. It shows up as that anxiety where like, we don't even really know what it is that the thoughts are that are, that we're thinking on that level. All we know is that like, I'm panicking. I can't breathe. You know, like those physical symptoms, those physical manifestations of what happens. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of people experience those things. I know I did for a very long time. And Mm. um, that's something that I continue to learn how to navigate and and support myself with. I definitely haven't had a panic attack in a long time, but, um, but I find that as my how do I want to say this? As I continue to rise up and relax into who I really am and rise up into that next level me, 
it's like my standards get higher. And so what felt like, you know, anxiety that I could barely tolerate and that I wasn't willing to settle for, you know, a year ago feels very different now, which is really good news. So, um, so yeah, I hope that that answers your question and I'm just loving this conversation so much. Yeah. It's amazing. And actually I want to bring something up because I, Mm -hmm. I'm in a small number now of Facebook groups for people that have anxiety and I'm in only a small number of those because actually my journey with these groups looks a bit like this when I realized I had anxiety I joined all the groups under the sun and very quickly they made me feel worse so I left them all (laughs) because they were just riddled with people saying the same shit I was hearing in my head (laughs) and I was like oh god I'm trying to get away from this and there all these people are like um, they're making me think that actually I'm right to think like this almost. And it was, it's like, um, it's like going to the dark side. So I had to come out. And then when I started, when I got back into working, well, actually I was working throughout the whole time, but when I purposefully stepped forward and when I started to realize that, um, you know, my human being happens to like singing. So my work is around singing and music. And when I realized the power of that, for my own anxiety and when I started to piece that together with the confidence coaching and everything else, I felt more powerful and I felt better. So I was like, right, I'm gonna go back in these groups now because I think I can help these people. And then again, I would get shouted down all the time from people in there going, you don't even have anxiety. Like we've looked at your profile, there's no way you have anxiety because we've looked at your pictures and that actually prompted an idea, which I still need to do, where I thought I need to run a campaign about what anxiety looks like, because it doesn't look like anything. And mm-hmm. I, want, I want pictures, I, like I want celebrities to get involved in this. I want people to see pictures of, I don't know, like the princess, Princess Diana had severe anxiety and depression. And she was a well-known princess, you know, in England. And there are multiple pop stars, actors, actresses, you know, sports people, well-known high profile people who are glitzy on the red carpet and who are winning Oscars left, right and center and who have multi bajillion pounds coming out of their asses and they Mm. still have it and there is no look to it. So that's something that, that needs to happen. I need to get back and do that. But I was in one of the groups yesterday And I very tentatively wrote a post and I am now all about acting from inspiration. If I feel a nudge to do something, I now will not question that I'll do it. Um, Whereas before I would have allowed the fear monkey to talk me out of it. And then I, and then someone else would have done it and I'd have gone, Oh, I was going to do that. (laughs) I, I don't know why this is actually, I know algorithms have gone nuts on Facebook, but I seem to be seeing more of the posts from these groups at the moment and often I will just scroll by because I still find it hard to be drawn into that environment if I'm not careful but yesterday I was on Facebook and I saw this post and I just felt this little nudge and it was like go in that group and ask everybody in there what they would be doing if anxiety wasn't holding them back go and ask them who they think they'd be Like, what would they be doing? What job would they be doing? Or where would they be living? Or like anything. Mm -hmm. And straight away, I was like, 
I don't want to because somebody's going to go, oh, like I can't because I've got anxiety and like you're horrible for asking me that. And I was like, well, no, because I've been nudged to do it. So I'm going to do it. (laughs) So off I went and I only put it in that group. And I just very kind of meekly wrote, "Uh, what would you be doing if anxiety wasn't ruling your life? And then I was like, hit send. (laughs) And and then I got like reply after reply after reply after reply. And I have to admit, I kind of hid my eyes with everyone I read and I was looking through, peeking through my fingers because I was waiting for somebody to tear me down. And actually Mm. nobody did. A couple of people said, um, oh, I would just be normal. Like that was Mm. all they could come up with. I would just be normal. But so many people on that thread, I actually lit my heart up because so many people on that thread were saying things like, I would be an airline pilot. I would be a nurse. I would be a teacher. I would be a mum. I would be a more confident mum, somebody wrote. Um, They were writing all these amazing professions. And I was looking at them going, this is still who you are. This is still who you are. This is still who you get to be. If you could just silence that voice in your head for a second, or even not silence it, but just go, do you know what? Bullshit. I'm going to do it anyway. And (laughs) with everyone that clicked in, I was like, you can do it. You can do it. I know you can because I did it. And if I could do it, you can do it. I'm a firm believer in if another human being is doing something, then you're capable too. And so I, I kind of saw the responses and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to write anything because then I'll definitely be shot down. But eventually I did. And I just went back in there and I was like, do you know what? This thread is amazing. You are all amazing. And I hope you know that this is still available to you if you choose to even just believe that for one second. And I was like, anxiety is different for everybody, but this, this is how it has been for me. And I'm sending you all love. And I really hope that you, even if you just think for another second about how great that would be, then I feel like I, I feel like that's the purpose I was nudged to do that. And so far, I've had no backlash on that. And that's the first time, I think, when I've written anything in one of those groups where someone hasn't gone, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, (laughs) And it wasn't about anything really other than I'm so passionate about letting people know that that anxiety that they are experiencing is just that. It's not who you are. It may have come about as a result of something you've been through, but it's definitely, it, it doesn't have to be in the driving seat of your vehicle, you know? You, you really yeah. get to step into something else. So I wanted to bring that up with you because I know hypnotherapy is so transformational in that way. And it was the thing that helped me the most too. Um, it was the first thing that I tried when I realized anxiety was what I was dealing with. and it's really just it's really just getting beyond that initial fear, isn't it? I think people are very afraid of hypnotherapy. Do you find that, that they're wary of it? You know, it's really interesting. I haven't had a ton of that until recently. It's, it's, um, it was something that I think energetically, like when I first started, I knew that 
you know, like I wanted to be as confident going into this, you know, profession as I possibly could. And so I was very good in the beginning at kind of like, I don't know if you want to call it like an energetic shield or like a <laughs> something, but I just made this decision that like the people who were going to be working with me or whoever would hire me, like they would somehow get it or they would be open enough that they didn't feel like a need to have that conversation with me. And so I had very few of those conversations at mm. the beginning, like where, I mean, in, in every session, um, I mean, it, let me say it this way. So like at the, in the very beginning, the first session that I would have with every client, I would absolutely just dive deeply into that just so that there was no question either way, because some clients, I kind of had a sense like, you know, okay, maybe they are a little bit afraid that this is like some kind of mind control thing, or maybe they're kind of hoping it's mind control. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that, so that they don't have to do as much work. And so I was very good and I've gotten very good at kind of dispelling all of that, like individually in conversations with my clients. But yes, it's interesting. Um, in the last few months, I've had to really kind of up my skill set in talking about that and mm. just reaching for kind of a more compassionate perspective. Cause I so get it. Like I so understand. And even, even though like when I um, decided to take the training that I took, I still had like that little nugget of like, am I going to like lose consciousness? Am I going to, you know, forget who I am? Or like I had those kinds mm. of things come up too. And so I, I totally understand. And I really think that the reason people are afraid um, is because a lot of people, their first exposure to hypnotherapy and to hypnosis is like what we see in Las Vegas, like what we see like on TV, what we see in Hollywood. And I hate to place right. blame on anything, mm. but I mean, that was where I first, you know, like, mm. like that was my first exposure to hypnosis. It was actually in high school. One of my, uh, psychology teachers was talking about how, like, I don't know, some seminar that he went to and how the person, you know, had a volunteer come up and, you know, just all these silly things. And so unfortunately, yes, like, I think, I think you are right in that there are some people who are still really afraid of it in that sense. And it's so unfortunate for every reason that we've been talking about. And right. of course, you know, both of us being, you know, clients of hypnotherapy, we know that it's, it's so the opposite of what anybody could ever be afraid, you know, of it being. It's so, it's so funny. I find that it's like, people are afraid of giving their power away. Mm. It's actually taking your power back. It's like, yeah. you know, my subconscious mind through no fault of my own, you know, I internalized whatever it is I internalized through my childhood, through my teenage years, through my young adult years. And now I'm, you know, when I first started doing this work, I was 33 and now I'm 35. And it's like in the last two years, I have learned how to reparent myself and how to take back power over the part of me that I didn't even know was being molded by other people who <laughs> were, mm -hmm. were very well-meaning, right? Like nobody was giving me, you know, beliefs about myself and about the world on purpose that weren't serving me. But in the last two years, I mean, I just can't even imagine like, I can't imagine my life without this work. And so yeah. for anybody who does have those fears, if there's nothing else that you hear me say about hypnosis, it's this. 
please recognize and please, please just hear me say this. It's not giving your power away. It's taking your power back. That mm -hmm. is what hypnotherapy does for people. And that's yeah. what it could potentially do for anybody who's listening here. I don't know what, what your journey will be. I don't know what your needs are, for, you know, for anybody who's listening, but I do know that, um, it's the thing that has helped me take back my own power in the deepest way that I've experienced in my life so far. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think there's a few things to say about it. Obviously yeah. with any, with anything, you want to do your due diligence. You want to look up a reputable practitioner. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't just want to go to some guy on the street corner and, you know, unless you've had <laughs> really good reviews from family members or something, but you know, right. you don't want to just chuck your money everywhere, like anywhere willy nilly, do your due, due diligence, listen to your gut, go with what feels good. Um, and obviously there's all that side of it as well. But I would also say that if there is a fear of doing it, it's very possible that that is coming from that ego place, from that fear mind, because that part of us doesn't want us to have the power back. It wants us mm. to stay stuck. And not because it's mean or because it, you know, we have an evil monster inside of us. It's because it, you genuinely feel on some level that you are better off keeping the fear. You genuinely yeah. feel that you're better off keeping the anxiety. The anxiety is there because it's trying to keep you safe. And I know that's so annoying yeah. to hear when you're dealing with it because it's like, well, it's not keeping me safe. It's making me miserable. But it's, <laughs> genu it's genuinely there because some part of you believes if you didn't have that, you would no longer be safe. You know, anxiety yes. comes up after you've had some kind of upset or some kind of trauma or some kind of experience that has not been good and the anxiety exists to stop you from going through that again. But unfortunately, I always, I always explain it like um, it's like an over-enthusiastic lifeguard at a swimming pool. So, you know, like the mm. lifeguards, their job is to blow the whistle whenever they see anything in the water. And mm. I mean, it must be a really boring job because it's the kind of job you would want it to be boring because if it wasn't, then it would mean people were drowning every five minutes. So for a lot of the time, <laughs> they're just sat up a ladder with a whistle like ready to blow it so the slightest thing you see it don't you like the slightest thing they'll be like oh blow the whistle god and i'm in because they just want to do something like <laughs> they just want to use their training <laughs> and you're like yeah. no it's fine like that was just a parent chucking their kid or whatever but you know i think anxiety is a bit like that isn't it it's like it's mm -hmm. there with its whistle and the slightest hint that you might be anywhere close to experiencing that again it's like blow the whistle blow the whistle blow the whistle like danger danger don't go there don't go there and and then it puts all these thoughts and ideas in your mind and I guess what I'm saying is that's fine but you get to question what's in your mind your mind is mm. not your mind is not in control of you you have the power over it even when you feel completely powerless you still have the power over that you still get to question it and so I think a really powerful thing I learned to do was just to almost allow what I thought was the truth to come through. So, you know, oh, well, I can't do blah, 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 because it will mean blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, let's sit with that for a minute. And then at the end of it, I'll go, but what if I'm wrong about that? <laughs> it's just a really <laughs> fun game. Like, well, I think if I do that, then this is going to happen and that's going to happen and this will all unravel and that will be awful. But what if it doesn't? Or what if 
what if I'm wrong about that? What if that doesn't happen at all? What if this isn't the worst possible thing in the world? What if it's actually the best possible thing in the world? And then through the years, I just learned to cultivate immense faith in not just in myself, but in the, in the life that we're living and the reason we're here and the fact that I just have pure faith now that everything happens the way it is meant to, that we are stronger than we know, that we can overcome the most horrendous things. And, and in every case, whether it's overcoming something awful or whether it's achieving something wonderful, the truth remains that you really, your brain has no concept of the scale of what you're capable of. You have no idea what you're capable of coming through. You have no idea what you're capable of achieving. And so when you start listening to your brain, telling you what you're capable of, the most powerful thing you can do is go, yeah, no, I think there's more. <laughs> I think I can do better. I think I can do better. I don't know how, but I have faith that I can. And so now I'm going to step out in faith. And that's been one of my biggest lessons around that. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So I think with where it comes to hypnotherapy, and obviously I've spoken about it before. I've had other hypnotherapists on as well. And this isn't about this isn't about trying to convince anyone. And I love what you said that when you first started out in your business and getting clients, you energetically set the intention to call in those people who already knew you could help them. And I want to come back to that, not just because there might be somebody mm -hmm. listening with a business that could use that advice. But I want to talk about this whole concept of energetically calling in whatever it is you desire, whether it's the perfect client or whether it's the perfect job or whether it's a partner or, you know, for those people that were writing on the post yesterday, they might just want to energetically call in being comfortable and confident in who they are. Can you talk a little bit more about that side of things? Because I love stuff like that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And it, it's so interesting. Like, I just, I've really kind of come into this understanding with myself that, you know, I might be working through my own stuff, like on this really deep level. And I may be, you know, releasing anxiety at different levels as I continue to rise and relax into who I want to be and who I'm, you know, who I'm becoming. Right. And it doesn't mean that I can't manifest an amazing life. Right. Like, anxiety doesn't necessarily have to mean that like I'm low vibe or that I'm not capable of manifesting. Like if I'm in a moment of anxiety, I have a choice. I might not have been, you know, in the moment of choice when the anxiety hit, because mm -hmm. obviously I wouldn't choose that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I do have the ability to get better and better at choosing, you know, what happens next when mm. anxiety or a moment of whatever it is, like whatever we want to call it, when a moment of panic or something like that lands, I have a choice for how I respond to myself and mm. I'm getting better and better all the time at how I do that. And so one thing that I've learned, cause that was a big question that I had. It was like, well, what does it mean? Like if I'm anxious, you know, does that mean that I'm not in a good vibration? Not necessarily. Right. And so mm. I love talking about kind of the intersection of, of doing all these things because I don't think it has to mean anything 
limiting for lack of a better word. And Mm -hmm. so as far as, you know, manifesting an amazing life and choosing, you know, what I want to embody and what I want to create for myself, I get to choose. I get to choose. And it's, it's just, I find that that's who we really are for many of us who are doing this work when we feel called to be the powerful, you know, deciders and creators of our lives, whether we have had experiences that have caused us to have, you know, anxiety or whatever it is or not. um, That's clearly a big part of our blueprint. And so learning how to make decisions about how life gets to be for us, you don't have to wait for anxiety to, to go away. You don't have to wait for yourself to overcome it completely for that to happen. And so going deep. So I just wanted to say that first, because that was a big question for me. I love for a long that. Time. Mm, love yeah, it. Yeah. And I just, I find that that's so like, of course, that's where the relief is. Of course, that must be true. And it's definitely true in my own experience. It's not just some kind of nice thought that sounds good. It definitely has been true in my lived experience. And so Yeah. As far as making decisions about what I want to create, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's a combination of intuition, but it's also a combination of that and like decision too. So in that moment when I knew exactly who I wanted to work with, it was kind of a download that I was receiving, but it was a powerful choice that I was making from that, you know, learning how to embody that self-empowerment. And at that point, when I made that decision, I had already been doing a lot of hypnotherapy sessions and like taking my power back, taking my power back. Mm. So at that point, when I arrived, you know, in those moments when I was, I was ready to start taking clients, it was very easy for me to, um, to come from that place of ultimate empowerment and ultimate decision. Like I get to design this the way that feels right for me. And I get to serve the people that I feel called to serve because I know that if I'm feeling called to something, it's feeling called to me in some way too. Mm. And so that's part of what I have to say about that. I could talk about that all day, but that's kind of, um, that's what, you know, I guess just came through in that moment. So I hope that that's helpful for anybody listening. No, it's perfect. And I think it's that, I love that you said the anxiety doesn't mean that you don't that you don't get to win like and that's that's the that's the most common misconception that I see Mm -hmm. from people that have anxiety is they that it's like if they if you were gonna draw an image it would be like they've been handed this massive weight to hold so now they feel grounded with that weight like they can't fly now because they're holding it and Mm. it's it's just not true and I just think it's yeah just been a common um view of of not just anxiety but a lot of mental health that oh well now you have that you can't do that you know and I know Mm. that when I found out that it was anxiety I was dealing with that was the first thing but mine came from almost a foot stamping I'm not having it kind of place because it was like I was like, well, I can't have anxiety. I have too much I'm, I want to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is just not mm-hmm. going to work for me. <laughs> but that's just typical of me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I headed I was like, no, no, no. That, that's not going to work. Not today. No. <laughs> because I, I hadn't mapped mm-hmm. my, I have my, I don't have my life mapped out, but I'm constantly visualizing, constantly visioning. I always have since being a child. Um, and I never once imagined I would have an illness that meant I couldn't have that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're telling me I've got this, 
fine, I'll take it. But does it mean I can't fly? No, I'm just not prepared to accept that. I'm just not because I've seen it too many times. And the thing I loved yesterday, seeing all those posts that people had written, it's, like, it's just like you said, if you feel called to that, then it's called to you. It's already who you are. It's already, it's already created. It, it's already a reality. And we could get into like, you know, the quantum and the, the multiple realities and, you know, <laughs> alternative <laughs> universes and all of that. And I don't know a lot about it, but I know I love the idea. Um, yeah. But right. it, it, it seems so plausible though, because if you see something in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. It's so true. And yeah. that's, I think that's the biggest message that I want to put out through this podcast and through the work that I'm doing that, you know, just because somebody told you that you have not just anxiety, any label, any label at all, it doesn't, it only means what you make it mean. And you, like you said, yeah. you can choose a different meaning. If that, if that meaning isn't working for you and you'll know if it's working or not, because here's the, here's the key. If, if the meaning lights you up, then cool, keep it as it is. But if it makes you feel like crap, then make a new choice choose a different choose that it means something different for you so that you feel elevated and you feel like anything's possible and yeah that's something I really want everyone to know and you know whether they have anxiety or not whether they associate with anxiety the mental illness or whether it's just anxiety around you know just a bit of fear about stepping up or whatever um it doesn't really matter. It's relevant, whoever you are, that if you've seen something in your mind, then it's possible for you. It's already been created. You just need to listen to those nudges and follow the little breadcrumbs to get yourself there whilst fully releasing the how and fully recognizing that there are multiple ways that can come to you. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's, that's the that's another big thing that people get hung up on they they set a goal and then they map out exactly how that goal is going to manifest and <laughs> manifestation just doesn't work like that <laughs> not so, in my experience in my yeah. experience it's more like i set the goal that i feel called to set that feels mm -hmm. like you know like a natural expression of what i want with my whole heart like not what i want from that ego kind of logic mm -hmm. place because i find mm -hmm. that i never reach those things because my, I'm, it's not coming from the place of, of soul. It's not coming mm. from that divine blueprint, you know, kind of deeply inspired place. And so the things mm. I want from my whole heart, it has that certain resonance and energy mm. and feeling to it. And so, and I find that for me, even if like those fears or that kind of ego part of me gets triggered, like, how are you going to do that? <laughs> it's like, there's this other part of me that's like, I don't know. I wonder how I'm going to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, just like yeah. curious and excited and it's willing to show up for it. It's willing to do, you know, like I'm willing to do my part. Right. But I'm also willing for life, you know, to kind of fill in the gaps and life mm -hmm. to, to meet me as I walk, you know, on the journey. And as I allow like whatever feels like my next step to light up the next step and to light up the next step. Right. It's like, that's, for me, that's exactly how, you know, reaching my goals has happened in many, yeah. if not every single case. So yeah. it's, and how fun, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And I think, I actually think, um, 
in fact, I did this as an exercise in my Facebook group recently. Um, I'm doing a 30-day program at the moment, but it's a free program in the Facebook group called Purpose because I just want as many people as possible to realize that they have a purpose and that it's possible to uncover what that is. And yeah. we literally did that exercise, like you just said, where you, you, you tune into to that, that soul excitement, that it's that feeling where you kind of feel unstoppable. You can still see the potential things that might trip you up or come along. But instead of, instead of going, oh, yeah, that's going to hold me back, you can't, you're being driven by something else where you're like, yeah, but I know I'm going to do it, so I'll just figure that out whenever, you know? It's just like a deeper knowing, isn't it? You just have that deeper yeah. knowing. Um, yeah. And exactly. I think that's and, – and, and part of the exercise we did, actually, was I invited people to look back at any – like basically what they'd achieved in their life and to look for the pivotal moments and then to look at how they had arrived at those moments because I said I bet I bet on on no level did you ever map that out I bet you know <laughs> I bet whatever it was you achieved I bet you didn't know that that I, I bet you didn't know how that was going to happen even if you knew that that's what you wanted to do and that's certainly true for me when I look at what I've achieved now and my greatest accomplishments and you know, not just in business, but just even even how I met my husband and the fact that now we have kids and all of that, yeah. how all of that came about. I, I hadn't planned for any of that. Um, there's no way I ever could have foreseen how that was going to map out. And that's the point. We, like our brains don't have that. We don't have that capability. There's a far bigger picture that we don't see. So faith and trust is where it's at because there's something bigger mapping out the steps that knows far better than we do like yeah. or at least it's a far more fun way than than what we would ever map out I mean the chances are we'd map out the most difficult route anyway because <laughs> that's what we're like <laughs> like oh exactly. wow if I want if I'm going to be that happy then I'm going to have to have at least 10 years of misery before I get there like that's like a, a like a common thing yeah. isn't it we're like oh no I can't be happy yet I haven't been miserable enough you know it's like, no, no, you just get to be happy. You just get, you just need to follow those nudges. Um, and the manifestation piece, and I know for people listening, some people will be into manifestation. Other, other people may not have even heard of it. And then there'll be those people who go, oh, I, I don't believe, either I don't believe in manifestation or I can't do it. And it makes mm. me smile because I have thought that too. Because I, I, like everyone, has gone, okay, I manifest a Porsche. Where is it? You know? But like you said, when it's coming from that mind place and it's not a soul aligned thing, then it won't show up because actually your soul doesn't desire it. And, you know, I was yeah. only talking to someone earlier on another podcast interview where I said I did realize within the last sort of year that a lot of the goals I'd set for myself actually weren't my goals at all. They were just things I'd seen other people do. And I think on some mm -hmm. level, I thought that I thought I had, I thought that by having those meant something and actually it doesn't work like that at all. And it was like, yeah. Oh, so I really can have it exactly as I want. Like, you know, I think I was thinking, Oh, you can have the life you want as long as it's sitting on a beach in Bali and driving a Mercedes. And do you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> yeah, standard, sure. 
thing that everybody you know talks about having but actually no you just get to have life how you want it how, whatever that looks like and um that was really like a oh sort of moment um because I thought I got it until I really got it and then I was like oh you didn't get it at all <laughs> you did not get it at all but as for manifestation it just it's just a thing it's you know it's like somebody saying they don't believe in dinosaurs like well, it, well it's a thing <laughs> like they're not I did work with someone who said that to me once <laughs> they were like oh, no wow. <laughs> they were like, I don't believe in dinosaurs I was like what <laughs> <laughs> It's not for you to believe or not believe. It happened. Like, what are you on about? But this is manifestation. It's just because it's, yeah. come, it's come about from the kind of wooey type, you know, secret type films and books sure. and that. Then plenty of people are going, oh, well, it's just a concept and it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. Well, no, every single thing you see around you right now, you manifested. Truth. Um, good and mm-hmm. bad. And you can choose to believe that or not. The truth is you're going to continue to manifest. But if you start to harness that power and if you really start to understand how your energy affects that, then you'll become unstoppable. And like you said before, it's not, it doesn't mean if you have anxiety, it doesn't mean that you are low vibe and therefore destined to manifest crap for the rest of your life. That's not true because even anxiety comes in a wave. Even the most anxious of people have moments where they feel lighter and moments where they feel heavier. It just might be that the crest of your wave isn't as high when you're feeling really low, but you are still having those moments where your energy rises up. It might be because you saw your baby laugh or it might be because you heard a great song or you watched a good film or you know, a great conversation like this or even if it's just for like 30 seconds, if your energy peaked in that moment, then you're vibrating at a higher level in that moment and you are then calling in different things. And in the beginning, it might just be that you manifest a route out of the pit that you think you're in, which is yeah. super powerful, super powerful to realize that you can do that. Yeah, so absolutely. It's all just so amazing. And I've loved this conversation. I literally, we could just talk for hours and hours, I think. And I I do (laughs) say that to almost everyone. And I think it's the same because I too set the intention, especially this time round, to call in the people who are doing the same work I'm doing, but, Mm -hmm. you know, well, maybe not even in a different way. I would totally have a singing teacher on here or like anyone that does music. But the point is, I think we'll have different, different ways that we are reaching people, but the, the message is the same that there's more for you and you are beautiful as you are and there's nothing you need to change. So I'm just going to check back through. So how could people find you if they wanted to find out more about how you work or to connect with you? How's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So the best way at present time that we're doing this interview is going to be to find me on Facebook for sure. And so I don't think that there are many Sarah Exley's on Facebook, but that would be my first um, thing to do. Just, you know, type in Sarah Exley on Facebook. Um, You'll see, well, obviously a picture of me in the, you know, profile, but you'll see a nice banner on my cover photo that talks about hypnosis and talks about hypnotherapy. I'm pretty sure I'm the only Sarah Exley on Facebook who's a hypnotherapist. I'm willing to be wrong about that, but (laughs) 
yeah. So now at this point in time, that's probably the best way to, to reach out to me. And that will be a good way, like probably forever. So, um, but at some point you will be able to find me at sarahexley.com. I'm creating a beautiful website there. And if you go to that website right now, you'll see just like a beautiful cover page that kind of talks a little bit about who I work with and what I'm about. So you can go there just to kind of get a sense of who I am. And, um, you can also find me on Instagram and just search Sarah Exley and you'll find me there. Perfect. And we can put those links in the show notes as well. So then you guys can just go ahead and click the links. And it says here in my notes that you have, or you were going to create a meditation. So is that Mm -hmm. still true? Is there going to be a meditation for people if they want to download it? Absolutely. And I'll give you a link for that and you can put that in the show notes as well, for sure. Perfect. So that's a really good start for anyone who's been intrigued by what we've been talking about. I think meditation, again, you can take it at any level. It can be a very spiritual, very kind of woo-woo type thing to do. But actually, Mm -hmm. there's real power in just learning to be still with your thoughts and with your breath and just finding that moment of peace, even if it's only for 30 seconds to start with, because you, you will get better at it as well. And you'll find your own method of what works for you. But it's a really lovely thing to be able to do, especially if you have an anxious mind, then you're going to feel like you're busy all the time. So a meditation where you just get to focus on breathing is the perfect way to unwind. And then you start to hear those nudges, those little whispers of your soul. Because the trouble is, anxiety is really loud and brash and (laughs) your soul is like very gentle and it can be shouted down. So things like meditation or anything that gets you in that state is going to allow you to tune into those those little nudges, those little things that you need to be doing. So that's incredible. So thank you so much for that as well. We will put those links in the show notes. So for anybody listening, if you would like to reach out to Sarah, then please click those links and you can leave a review as well. And you can get on over to the Facebook group, which is now called Wake Up, Rise Up. So I started a brand new Facebook group for the new year, just to get us all excited. And currently we are running that 30 day program called Purpose. It's completely free. And all of the trainings so far are in the group. So you can go ahead and catch the replays. So there'll be a link for that in the show notes as well. Sarah, thank you so much for giving us your time and for that wonderful conversation. Uh, Any final words for the listeners, any wisdom that you wish to impart before you leave? Yeah, you have the ability to grow and evolve and change, and you absolutely have the ability to regain power over what your subconscious believes and feels and embodies. Absolutely. Perfect. So thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who is listening. Remember, confidence is yours as soon as you choose it. And I will be back very soon with another new episode. Thank you, Sarah. And just like that, another episode is done and dusted. I hope you've been reminded of just how powerful you really are and that you can take another step closer to living your true purpose. Just a reminder that if you would like to schedule your free intuitive session with me, please do so using the link in the show notes where you will also find the links to join the Confidence Academy Members Club and my new free Facebook group, Wake Up, Rise Up. In the meantime, dream big and live bigger. And remember, confidence is yours 
as soon as you choose it.